Welcome to my Leap of Faith podcast. I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling to discovering myself through the help of healers, crystals, psychedelics, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. I'm continuing to let go and leap every day to find deeper clarity into my own gifts and what my soul's purpose is in this lifetime, and I want to bring you along for the ride. She told me as I woke from walking asleep Below and at night she saw on your feet A heavier feet stand deeper Deeper than you know Farther than you go this wild mother Hello everyone, welcome back I am feeling into this time of year And I want to talk today about something that happened I think it's been probably two months ago. Um, and I, when it happened, I didn't even think about talking about it because I didn't realize that it was, I knew it was important for my life, but I didn't see how it affected all of us. So um, it came up in an epiphany <laughs> this week. So um, a couple of months ago, Richard was having a bad day and actually it was an evening I think because he got like kind of snappy with me about something and at this point obviously I don't remember what it was but I hadn't seen that side of him probably like um in at least a year maybe longer and by snappy I mean like short of patience and um oh actually I remember what it was about so I'm just going to tell you really quick (laughs) So um, it was about that um, Netflix show called Squid Game. And he came home from work telling me that uh, some of his coworkers were talking about it. And so he was basically giving me the premise of the show. And he kind of said it was like Hunger Games. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, in hindsight, I can understand his point of frustration with me. But in the moment, I was like... Wait, so I don't understand. They're allowed to kill people on TV and and um, show it and record it. And he just was like, "Are you kidding me?" And he kind of he got up and walked away from me. And I was like, "Why is he so frustrated? I don't get it." And I get it in hindsight, but. In the moment, I didn't know anything about this, and we we never watched it. But the way he was describing it was like it was a real like reality TV show. So I couldn't understand. Like I don't. So you're telling me people are like this has become like the number one um, uh, show on Netflix, and they're killing these people off. I don't understand. (laughs) And. Then I called my best friend because he he was just home for lunch, I think. And then he left to work. And so I called my friend and I was like, I don't understand why he's mad at me. Like, why would he be frustrated with me? And and she just started laughing and she said, it's it's fake. It's not real. And I was like, oh, I but I didn't get it. Right. And, And sometimes I feel like I'm kind of oblivious to things because I don't watch the news and I don't um really know what's going on like especially in like pop culture or uh like references i'm i'm realizing that like references that people make now i don't get them and even probably me normal even if i was watching the news i don't really get sarcasm and i don't really get 
some of these uh, cultural things that I guess people choose to celebrate, like killing off of people. I don't understand that. So uh, anyways, so back to he was so frustrated with me because he lost his patience and and almost like he didn't he didn't want to take the time to explain to me what what he was talking about right and that made me sad and it made me feel like i know sometimes i can be oblivious and i know that i i like to get to the bottom of things and i love asking questions and i love like really digging deep and sometimes that really frustrates him because he doesn't get why i need to go so deep like he'll be talking about someone at work and i'll be like and what happened and did they say this and what what did they say and he'll be like i don't know do you want to call them <laughs> but what i'm realizing is that i would have asked the questions and he doesn't he doesn't care so he doesn't need to dig as deep as me um so Anyways, him being frustrated with me that day, it brought up so much inside of my body. Like I realized that when we're out of sync, and by that I mean, and this is going to sound a little bit self-centered, but when I don't feel like he's 100% supporting where I am in my process of this, I realized that I didn't yet didn't know who I was anymore. And I know that sounds crazy because this whole thing of awakening is to get to your center and to like um, radiate from that place. But what I've realized is that if I don't have him backing me and this, and I, again, I understand in logic, it doesn't make sense. But in that moment, I realized I could see how it would crumble so fast. And so when he when he got home that night, I told him, like, look, I know it wasn't about me and I know you were just frustrated, but but what I took it as is that you don't believe in me. And what I what why did that matter to me is that all of a sudden I could see how everything of and by everything I mean like who I have become and who I'm becoming felt like it could crumble away in an instant if I didn't have his belief in me. And of course he said, it wasn't even about you. I was just, you know, in a, I was coming, I was working and I was frustrated. I had to get back to work, like whatever. He had, he made it clear that it wasn't that, but I had to make it clear to him that for me, it's like such a slight shift of energy that I didn't realize was so important, you know, like so deeply important for, for, and I'm going to describe it like this. If you are standing on um, a solid ground and that ground starts to shake, then where do you go? You stumble, you, you aren't sure footed anymore. And that's what it felt like. And so I explained that to him and I said, you know, I didn't, I didn't know this either, but basically in that moment, even though it was over something so trivial and it didn't matter, I realized how dependent I am on your, it's not approval. It's more of like a undying <laughs> belief in, in all of the things. And, and remember, he's not very spiritual. So it's not like he, he gets this stuff, but he believes that I get it. And that flip of the switch 
of where he thought I was crazy in that moment, wow, it changed everything in that moment for me. So then um, I started to really think like, is my foundation built on the support of others? You know, and, and I don't even mean like right now he's supporting me financially. So there's that, (laughs) but I don't, that to me is just energy and that doesn't really matter to me. But what matters to me more is if I, and, and then I even took it even broader than that. If that person and those people in my life, like, let's say for me, it's him, probably my best friend and my mom, those are like the most important And then I would say also 50% of my support comes from my animals, which are undying support. So um, if those, that circle changed their mind, right? And didn't trust where I was going and didn't trust me and believe in me, who would I be? (sighs) And then it kind of became very clear to me how, when we're in the dark night and we don't feel like we have the support of others, let's say if you're, you're haven't found your partner yet, or your parents aren't able to understand what you're going through. It made me really understand that no wonder this work is so freaking difficult sometimes. And I, I don't know. I don't know how to say this, but I don't know how we get through it, to be honest, (laughs) because of course, everyone's in their own story and their own video game, and they can't always be that for us, right? And so if we allow the ground that we walk on to be held by others, who are we? And, and so the reason I haven't talked about this is because I don't even know what this means really, but it, but I feel like it definitely needs to be expressed and what like sitting with it for the last two, two months has really made me see is God, I take, I don't think I, I don't know if this is the right way to say it. I might take for granted how important the people around us are. You know, like, I feel like a lot of the time I'm kind of totally in, not in this body kind of, and very um, unpresent, uh, not um, aware of the ongoings around me. And and maybe people would call it like spacey or, um, and, what I'm realizing is the only way I can be that way is because I know that the people that are around me are the grounding of me, you know? And it's funny how, even though I was kind of working through this behind the scenes, I didn't ever, I didn't think this was going to be a conversation to talk about, but then it came up and then I realized like this episode is supposed to come out in this timely moment as we go into the holiday season, because I think we're supposed to really look around at what we have, not what we want, not what we wish we had, not what, you know, we wish this one would be different, but what we actually have. And 
realize how supportive and like the structure behind that almost it feels like the roots that take us down and into this life and pull us into this reality in the most grounding positive ways you know like how do you do this work if you don't have that and I can imagine the ones that are feeling like they don't have let's say that partner and what I would say to you is that the gift that you do have, which could be multiple, which could be a friend, it could be an energy circle, it could be your pets. I mean, honestly, I think I get probably 75% of my grounding from my pets. They don't say anything, but they are solid. They are there with me. They follow me everywhere. And I know that that's where my grounding in this in this dimension comes from. So I don't think that we can say like, it's hopeless if we haven't found that partner yet. But what I think the message is, is to really look at what is surrounding you right now as you go through this process and be thankful. And that's kind of like what it comes down to and what I realized in all of these relationships in this moment is who would we be if we didn't have their support? And again, it doesn't mean that they understand what you're going through, because I don't think that matters at all. They love you. They love the soul of you. And they're here to support you through the process of this rebirth. And that's another thing that keeps coming up is there is a rebirth happening. There is, um, it feels like a shedding of, even if I look at the past two years of this awakening for me, I've come to a certain point but I'm feeling like there is a death coming and the death is going to, it feels like it's going to be bigger than what I've gone through so far. And I know a lot of you guys are also feeling this and going through the dark night. And what I understand is that when death arrives at our doorstep, it's because it's time, you know, it feels like, like the biggest release of a breath that you've held in your chest because you don't know what's coming and then when the death arrives it's finally I can let go you know and let go into the unknown and I really am, am understanding that the only way we can release that breath of the life that we held is by knowing that you're going to be caught you know, and caught in what, right? What what does that mean? And it's going to look different for every single one of us. <sighs> but caught in in the the littlest things that maybe you don't even see at this moment. Has a friend reached out to you? Has a a, a new animal come into your life? In my case, I have two kittens that came out of nowhere. <laughs> And they bring me so much joy, you know, has an energy circle enveloped you and encradled you into that growing into that nurturing space of this unknown. And if so, see it, recognize it and really believe that it's all of your higher selves circling around you to hold you in that nest. Now, for me personally, Richard really is that for me, I would say, you know, of all the people that are supporting me now, um, in my childhood, it was my mom. And, and definitely she like believed in me no matter what I was, you know, wanting to do. And then as Richard came into my life now, 10 years ago, 
you know, I would say probably, I don't know, seven years of that, I didn't feel that with him. I didn't think he was the ground that I walked on. But in the death of of who I was into who I am at this present moment, he stepped up, he solidified, he became that grounding that I could anchor to. And I understand that when even he has emotions that are up and down and all over the place because he has his own life, I have to see it for that. And I have to not get so attached to, I need him to be everything, you know? I see that there are weaknesses in my own being, really. I mean, if if I look at it in that way, we want to be able to be completely okay on our own, but I know we're not meant to be on our own. So it's like have, finding that balance that is, yes, releasing completely to the ground and to the support that, that is surrounding you, but also, I guess, not needing it. And this is something that I feel is coming up as, yeah, I mean, as I, as we go through this eclipse, um, which as of me recording this is tomorrow, I feel like it's a release of, of the comforts, the things that we really believe are us, you know, or make us who we are. But also like giving thanks for it because I would not be in this complete released state without them, without all of them. And I guess as we go through and into the holidays, I I want you to, instead of looking around at all the differences between all of us, really look at the, the things that are the unifying threads that make you know you're loved, regardless of all of the the trauma and the drama <laughs> that surrounds maybe the dysfunction that surrounds your relationship with your parents or your siblings or anyone, and ground into, at the end of the day, are they there? You know, are they there? Do they believe in you? Do they love you? Do they, they don't need to know what you're going through, but they love you. And I'm just feeling like such gratitude for that, that even that I had that epiphany of, holy shit, one bad day that he has and I'm shook, you know, that made me really open up and see like, I'm not doing this alone. I am not alone on this journey. I need every single ally that I have in this world um, has shared in the growth of my my awakening and and into this new phase of dying again, you know, I think we take and when you tap into the threads of the people that that enliven you and ground you and make you feel secure in your own body and being, it's like fuel to get you to the next level, right? It's like really taking the leap, but not only with your own energy. It's like this, the wings on your back that are helping push and the momentum that helps push you into the release of the breath, the exhale, the unknown, the the thing that is coming that we all don't know, but is coming, <laughs> you know? 
I think we're doing it together. And I feel like the more that we can get on the same rhythm of the breath and the same um, like inhale and exhale together and just knowing that we are literally one microcosm working together to birth it all, we're not alone. Never. We are never alone. And we need each other so deeply that Oh, God, it just shook, it shakes, it shakes all of the things that I probably have said up till this point, you know, because in a, an awakening, you have to let everything die that you thought you knew. But in the end, it's almost like a tilling of the earth and a remembering that you need this soil and you need these nutrients to be you, you know, um, I think there is a danger of being codependent on others, but I also see that there is a healthy way to be dependent and allow yourself to to nurture them as well. And and as we go into Thanksgiving, um, that's what I'm realizing. You know, I I want to be able to be solid and grounded in those moments that we are in physical space together, and we are holding that united sometimes a united energy that is not something you believe in anymore. But also when you carry your own energy into the equation, you're, without saying a word, you're elevating the vibration, right? You're bringing in the new by being you. And even if they don't understand you, they don't need to. They love you, right? They love you. And it's not about, sometimes I feel like, the mind cannot understand a lot of what's going on in this awakening, you know, and, and evolution of our planet. But I, I think that when we get caught up in needing to explain ourselves or needing the other to understand what's happening, that's where the, the lost in translation moments come from because our minds can't understand it. <laughs> Even being in an awakening period, a lot of the times my mind doesn't understand it. And I'm like, ah, okay, I, that makes sense. And I, I have learned to release into the unknown. But a lot of people that aren't ready for that are going to have friction with that. But I still think that, let's say, each of us being a seed in the family environment is for a reason. It's you bringing in your light to a situation that needs uplifting and needs that higher vibration. So in this period of going with your families and being with your families, open up your heart appreciate all that they are doing without even knowing, right? Because Richard didn't know that I was feeling that way about him. But after I explained it, he realized how his stability in his own center, I'm needing, I need him to be centered. I need him to be grounded and I need him to hold that space. Now, not to say he's always perfectly solid center, no. And he goes through ups and downs every day. But in that moment of where he thought I was a little bit crazy for asking this question, it shook me. It really did. So he needs to, he need he needed me to explain to him I need his unwavering trust. And even in saying that now, you know, do I? Or is it an illusion that I do? <laughs> I mean, these conversations you could go through in your in in your mind forever, right? 
But at this point, and and where I'm working through right now is I do, I know that I need others, I know that I need the energy group, I know that I need my my babies, I know that I need him, I know that I need my mom, and I know I need my friends. And even if I keep them kind of at an arm's length, because I need also me, which I can't be me with them too close. I'm okay with that too, you know, because I know my energy can go out far enough to touch these people without it needing to be in physical space. So just try to hold that vibration as we go into these, into this holiday and realize that it's a total give and take. It's like an infinity loop of energy that is literally going between everyone and you're just part of that circle. And sometimes they're here to support you and sometimes you're here to support them and it's just magic and it's beautiful but honestly we need each other we are social beings and we need each other's energies to go through this next birth and our death and birth because it's coming and none of us understand how big it's going to be because i don't think we've we've lived through it before you know and i mean and saying that i remember and Matthias, in his lecture that he gave in Maui, said something about how, yeah, we're going through a change, but it's not like the Ice Age, and it's not like a flood is coming. But in those cases, we ended, we weren't, we didn't live through it. This we're going to live through. So it's going to be different. It's going to be a different way of a rebirth. You know, it's not like we're just going to go and then be reborn again into a different time, different space. We have to die. We, the vessel, has to let go of what we thought we knew in order to accept what, what is coming. And that is what I look at as the, the rebirth. So I hope that this is helpful. And, you know, I wish you all the very, very best. Um, and I am with you in energy uh, as you go into this period of time. And know that I know you're with me. Stop till I let it in to be all.